Hey folks, so um, on this episode, for some reason, uh, the audio is all messed up uh, for the first 20 minutes or so. It sounds like we're consistently talking over Christian. There are times where you can't hear Christian at all. Um, We don't know why that happened. But uh, after about 20 minutes or so, we we started to re-record it. Um, and that shouldn't happen. So we apologize for the inconvenience. So just hang with us for about the first 20 minutes, uh, where the audio was kind of jumbled together. Um, and then should be good from that point on. So enjoy the episode. Is uh, episode 30 of the 808s and Bars podcast. And we are talking about future again. Um, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It is here. <laughs> Jason has a birthday about every month now because Future drops. I think Future's dropped a project <laughs> or been on a project at least once a month since we. Started. My birthday is no longer January eighth. It is every single day that Future is like dropping music. That is my birthday. <laughs> so- World no, on, no, 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 no. That did not count. That did not count. We don't speak of that. No, yeah, that one was pretty mid. But, but, but in fairness, when, when we so I'm 50 about years it, old, everybody. <laughs> when we talked about that one, uh, it wasn't that we thought that future was the problem with that album. It was just, uh, it was definitely. I guess it counts technically because he said he took the year off last year, um, even though he dropped Beast Mode Two with Beethoven <laughs> and. Uh, world on drugs with juice world but um before we get uh you know into this future megapod that we are doing today uh, i just want to introduce our guests as you can hear there uh christian aka squid dad what's going on christian how are you i'm pretty good i'm uh currently pushing nice. my beloved dog off so it's going to be a good pod i can, I can feel the energy <laughs> i am so yes. excited yes. <laughs> like, you, sound, I, you sound like, like a wrestler, like a professional like, wrestler. Can I, like, can I, <laughs> let, 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 let me just put my cards on the table here. I doubted that man maybe like two years ago, I want to say. Like, just like, oh, I don't know. He's on autopilot. I think the run is over. I'm not sure if he'll get back to that level. Was I'm this around not- the time of the self titled album? No, because the self-titled Hendrix came out the week after. Right. This is, I want to say, uh, this is like evil, I want to say. Evil. 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 Yeah, Love yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very right. cryptic title. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to say that. I want to say it was wrong. <laughs> also, it could just be evil. <laughs> and, like, I, I doubted that man. I said, I don't know. I don't think so. Ugh. I And I, I, this is one of the biggest regrets I've had. Like, he fucking did it again. He's back like on this, his bullshit, this, folks. This, 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 like, like, oh, my God. This is 20 tracks. Dude, okay, listen. All Future had to do was take, quote-unquote, take a year off and really just, you know, bathe in his toxic masculinity. <laughs> See, he didn't even take a year <laughs> I'm going to forget you said that. <laughs> I'm going to forget you said that. He didn't even take a year off. Like, Beast Mode 2 is re- it's really solid. This shit is so much better, though. This is a full-length project. <laughs> the motherfucker just does what he does, man. This is eight, by the way. I want to tell everybody this. This is eight. 
This is eight really good two classic projects now. Eight. Now, you got eight. Now, just Christian. Like, he's one of the more Wait, did you just say he has eight classics? Eight really good two classics. Oh, okay. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's got, in my opinion, he's, in my opinion, he's got, he's got three classics. That's true. He's got That's five fair. really good albums. Well, okay. What three would you classics. say? I, it, we were going to start with our, our, our five uh, album rankings from you 2 I'm going to take a little bit of a backseat here, not being the, the future Stan uh, that I know that you, you guys are. Um, now, Christian, how many classics would you say that Future currently has? Um, so what, what three go with, uh, do you three? have as classics, and what three do you have, Jason? So, Christian, you can go first on that. Um, so it's, it's really hard to My keep man. Beast Mode out, uh, but the original Beast Mode. Uh, but I'm not, I don't think Beast Mode is, like, quite there that's okay for my number four future album for the record uh yeah uh i also think honest is like just on now, the honest is something I love that honest. i think um i i remember when that album first came out i feel like that didn't really get its it's due until you know a few it, it seems like that album has has maybe grown on people over the years. Not, not that, uh, you know, I think it might be have to do with the fact that Future has just released so many good projects over the years and, and his star has risen since then. But I remember when that album dropped it, it wasn't quite as hyped as, as I hear it, it, it now, at least. It's aged really well, right? in my opinion. I think also a part of it is, uh, like, that out of all the future things uh, was like the least toxically <laughs> masculine, I guess, other than like Pluto, because it was like kind of when he was in a relationship with Sierra. So, so of course like we hated it because he was kind of happy. Yeah. Wait, 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 no. And, and yeah. because future yeah. calls her C, we should call her C for this podcast. C? Yeah. In, oh, in yeah, the interview with, with, with Big Bang, he was like, <laughs> I think Russell does what I think he does better C tells him to do. <laughs> yeah that's uh, honestly that whole he was he's a fucking he was wild yeah. yeah he was he was wild <laughs> he, he, they should have stopped the interview right there like okay. apple music should have stopped the interview like right there now <laughs> that now that kanye has passed away um and he's no longer with us um <laughs> i i think it's it's safe to say in many ways i brought this up before the pod in many ways, they are similar. Now, I'm not saying that... Future is now our anti-hero. Exactly. Absolutely. He, he embodies Absolutely. that anti-hero. He embodies that, he, that torture he is, genius yeah, kind yeah. of feel. He is, yeah. now, he is now our, like, resident anti-hero in rap. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and it, it also helps that anytime that he drops a project, you know, not the world... He, he's not on quite the level of popularity of, at, at Kanye. No, was it's a little team. cult. It's a little, it's a little sure. cultish. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's very cultish. It, it, it's, and yeah. I, think, I think Twitter really distorts my perception when it comes to future because... You can walk... I'm sorry. I keep cutting right. you off. So no, sorry, no, no, no. But... I was just going to say Twitter distorts my perception. I don't know about you guys. But uh, when I go out and I talk about Future, now, obviously, I'm not the biggest Future fan in the world, but I, I do like some of his stuff, and I talk about him positively, I, outside of Twitter, have gotten uh, a lot of, of pushback from people. <laughs> it's like people don't know outside of Twitter, yeah. because a lot of what happened with Twitter is the mixtape run really, like, people on Twitter were really into the mixtape run, right? Right. Or like, people outside of Twitter, I don't think, are actually as into the mixtape run. Like, don't know what throwaway is. There be motherfuckers who don't know what that song is. Right. 
a lot of people don't know about any of these projects. I think I think outside of his retail releases and the project that he did mainly with Drake. I mean, I, I would imagine the Drake pro- project is probably his most popular to the masses. And then, uh, you know, people, unfortunately, yeah. And then people will know singles here and there. But it, it, a lot of the times they don't even know foot, like that. He he's an album crafter like he like I don't even he think people is, take, know that. He is one of he has one of the best discographies in rap in this decade. He is a supreme album maker, supreme. Like I, I don't even I can't even explain it. Even even I mean, we have Dirty Sprite, we have Astronaut Status, we have Pluto 3D, we have Honest, we have DS2, we have Monster, we have Beast Mode, we have Beast Mode. We have Hendrix, well, Hendrix, we have Beast Mode 2, and now we have The Wizard. Like, that, I don't know how much I counted. I think that might have been eight or nine, but... I think it's eight. Yeah. That is ridiculous. (laughs) Like... Do you like Future, bro? (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I, I, I need people to really understand this. This is not something that, he's not a fringe artist. He really isn't. He's one of the best artists. Like, I think on Twitter, people recognize that. I think on the internet, probably the Reddit heads, the Twitter heads, the it, it just doesn't extend to the masses in terms of at least appreciating him beyond making hits. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, I, hey, right, hey yeah. I mean, listen, like a lot of our the 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 greatest, um, a lot of the greatest, you know, artists bands um, that we consider. Uh, amazing and canon today weren't canon in the 1960s or 70s. So I, I, you you feel me? Like, wait 20 years, brother. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> no, I, I, we're, we're, we're the, I, I believe yeah. you, you had listed off your first classic from Future. Uh, no, oh, no, you haven't no, even listed yet. off your first <laughs> classic. No, I, I was saying, I'm okay. giving my whole top five. Uh, my top five I think I already said uh, Honest and uh, Beast Mode, one. Uh, so my the three that I think are classic, um, I think I'd probably say the my next, my number three future album is probably 56 Nights. Um, now, that's one that I think that people, it, it, I, it's I interesting because it. I, I know a lot of future fans who absolutely adore that album. I know J.J. Uh, Demon. Who comes on this podcast has talked about it before, bro. Free JJ, JJ. Fan. Hope you're well, brother. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and um, uh, bro, Methazine, who's come on the podcast before, has stated this, and he he said something interesting when we asked people the other day what they thought the best future project was. And when Fifty Six Nights came out, he said he thought that he said he thinks that Monster is his best project, but he his favorite is Fifty Six Nights because. It sounds like absolutely nothing else, and it sounds like it was. It's it. It still sounds futuristic, right. even a few years later. Yeah, it was like. I mean, I feel like he was just kind of like heat checking at that point, and uh, like all the beats are just insane, and it, it works so well. Uh, but after that, yeah, Fifty Six Nights is great. Uh, I was tempted to put it number one. My top three is just so. And then jumbled. what's two? Uh, uh, two is Dirty Sprite too. Um, I, that was like a very specific place in time that that album takes me back to. Summer two thousand fifteen. That was just like, yeah, exactly. Just a great summer. 
just hearing those songs. I think I went to uh, Chicago the weekend after that came out and saw like Sunny Digital at some club and he played like every song off of Debbie Sprite too. And it was just an incredible night. It was like the day that's that it came out. That's also an album that is, uh, is a little bit more well-known. I'd probably say that's probably his biggest commercial release, at least to, uh, you know, beyond the, the people on the internet. Um, you know, it, it featured uh, right. Fuck Up Some Commas, you know, which was a, a good crossover hit for him. Um, has one of my favorite songs on there by Future. <laughs> I, my favorite intro by Future, Thought It Was a Drought. Uh, which I think is fantastic. I think that, that the whole ethos of that album is, is really fantastic. Now, Jason didn't include this in his top originally, and I was surprised by that. But then I saw him tweet about an hour or two ago that that shit sounded so classic. <laughs> no, listen. Okay, so uh, wait, wait, finish your, finish your shit. My fault. Finish your shit. Oh, no, no worries. Yeah, so uh, my number one, uh, as you said, I think uh, you said bromethazine. I don't know him, but I've heard the name before. I've seen his name. Uh, you said 56 Nights yeah, is probably his favorite. Yeah, that's the homie. The that's the homie, Patrick. The yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I 100% agree. Monsters probably money. Okay. So I, it's funny because we agree that he has three classes, but I disagree with you on like each classic. Yeah, I don't even. That's like because like he has that. He's so fair. Yeah, he has that. I don't. I won't even argue that. It doesn't even matter. Like that shit get ass. You know what I mean? Like it, it, you can make a case like five of them are his are yeah. his best. I would go. I, I would go with right. Um, Beast mode. I think is 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 perfection. I think it's five mics. I mean, just like Brothers might be his best song to date. Still, um, I mean, you got layup. You got no basic. Yeah. It's he never sounded more soulful. Never sounded more soulful. I mean, uh, Beethoven yeah. laced him on 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 Beast mode. It's it, it, it blows my mind. Um, I would say DS2, like you said, like it's just a fucking moment. I mean, Percocet and Stripper Song is a top five track by him. Fantastic and, song. Yeah, I mean, Stick Talk. I listen to Stick Talk in the morning now, and I my life is 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 better for it. <laughs> um, and then I would say Hendrix. I would say Hendrix is a stark contrast to anything else he was ever doing. But I mean, Use Me is so good, and like. Oh my God! Testify and Fresh yeah. Air and Looking Exotic and My Collection. I think My Collection is actually his best intro. Not that it was a drought, although that it was a drought is pretty good. Um, and I, I put that in my Rushmore just because it's like really consequential. But I don't think it's like quality wise, it's like best song. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's awesome that he started an album yeah. by saying, uh, "I just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip flops," which is like, like literally he has he has <laughs> one liners that can match like. Anyone in history, in my opinion, like He's, he, he is. I mean, yeah. In a, I hate to, and I, I don't want to bring all music and hip hop back to Kanye because uh, that's just lame and and passe. But any time that I listen to these, like I think that he has that Kanye like ability to get away with things that other rappers like. If other rappers say them, they sound lame. They sound. It, you would you would trash them for it, but because of the character that he has built up over the years, there are some lines on this new album. There's some lines even on some of my favorite projects by him and favorite songs by him that if if Big Sean said them or if even yeah, tri- well, <laughs> well yeah, Big Sean said anything <laughs> to be <know>. fair. <laughs> but I mean, like yeah, that's just how his 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 vocal reflection, his you know what I mean, like his charisma on the track. That is what it's what it's about, right? There's stuff he can do that. Anyone else can't do yeah. 
Yeah, that's why he's just kind of a known scumbag is because he just, you know, he says the known <laughs> scumbag thing. Yes. Like, hit her with the chopper What did he say? What did he say? What the fuck did he say on the call that one time? He was like, I told her I'll call her. I forgot to text her. <laughs> like, like, like that, that shit is so good, man. Like, right. oh, man. Yeah, he's truly taken over as the uh, pr- problematic scumbag of, of oh, hip-hop. Oh, he is, he is the most anti-hero in hip-hop we have today. And there's still something so endearing, and, and especially on this album. We'll get to that a little bit later. There's but, something so incredibly honest about him. Like, no as much as he... Uh, yeah, no pun intended. As much as he um, is really frustrating, as much as he, like, as much as I listen to interviews or, 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 or I read stuff and I'm like, oh, my God, you're doing it again. He, the man is just like, how can you not fuck with him? Like, just in his, in his soul. There and that's something, and- there is something damaging about him that is just like, we're attracted to darkness. He said the other day that, he felt that he had been glorifying Lean a little bit because Juice World said, "Oh, I, I wanted, I've wanted to do Lean since I listened to you." Well, no, Juice was an idiot. I've never ever felt that. <laughs> no, I was, he never, never made felt it. That. He doesn't make it sound appealing. <laughs> yeah, not no, good. he never makes it sound appealing. He makes it sound like this is me and my tortured soul, and this is who I am. This is what I do. I've never once thought that he was trying to glorify it. Yeah, there are a few. There We're are a few musicians who darkness. do that. Yeah, and there's a few musicians who do that. But like when I think about like rappers over the years, especially like outside of, uh, I mean, ASAP Rocky probably on that one album did make LSD sound pretty cool, and LSD is cool. But and also, oh, he, made yeah, but he doesn't do. And that's it right there, though. You can tell that he doesn't actually do drugs, though. Who? Yeah. Rocky. You oh, I mean, I think he does psychedelics and yeah. nothing beyond that. I mean, I don't but think that I, he is like a lead. He head. seems right. like a such. He seems like such a fake in that, like he's always, you know, making half-ass ideas and like considering them. It's because oh, I'm on LSD and I'm trying to make a uh, an art. But I mean, when Future does it, it's, when Future talks about drugs, it doesn't seem like he's trying to impress people. No, it absolutely seems like it, yeah. it is this this struggle that he has had throughout the years. It doesn't, yeah, and that that's weird that Juice World would say that. I mean, Juice World, we talked about this on the World on Drugs album. He was twelve years old when he first tried Lean, so I think he's like nineteen now. So like he probably <laughs> heard Future talking about it in two thousand eleven. Well, I mean, he, I mean, like I just I just totally did. Oh, like if I may, you know, what I mean, I know Future said this himself, but if I may, I just totally disagree. I don't think he did that at all. I mean, yeah, I mean, it depends on, it depends on the takes person, art right? differently. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It, depends mean, on, yeah. It, it depends on the person. But for me, I mean, yeah, but I was Juice World was just, just like... the fucking, you know, Trillis kid in sixth grade fucking taking the lead. I don't know, man. There, 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 there's, yeah, I, I <laughs> throw it up. I mean, just, <laughs> uh, yeah, going to the yeah. nurse to get some more cough syrup. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's all right, Squid, what's your. What is your Mount Rushmore in future songs? So four, because like Tracks. my yeah, like I I put that on Twitter and I got so much replies. Um, what is your yeah four? <clears throat> okay, so I'm gonna try and kind of use the uh, format that my close personal friend uh, Slimmy Hendrix uh, he posted like an article about like the quintessential future songs and like types of songs. Uh, well, I think it was like there's like a strip club slash party 
future uh there's like a emotional like love song yeah. future uh and then there's like motivational and i can't remember what the other one was but i'm gonna kind of like base mine off of that uh the fu- first future song i'm gonna pick which is like the strip club song uh is free co from 30 sprite 2 uh, <laughs> but that shit we're laughing i great. mean like we're laughing about that song because like the title is the title so, it's so good it's so like crazy like it's 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 so like this is seriously the title it's so you know what i mean it's so in your face it's very but, relatable you know but free, that every everyone's <laughs> had a free co at one point yes. in their life <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but that song is so good uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's, the so beat is good. just perfect. And in fucking like, it dings in the whip. Yes, it, it bangs dings, everywhere. It dings yeah. really hard. Yeah, it it, it dings. It, it it slaps. It's a real it dinger. All of the above. In song on my Mount Rushmore future version, <laughs> the Nevadius edition. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with IBU off of Honest, uh, which is just a great love song has a great uh beat drop if you will uh just love that song a lot makes me makes me want to cry <laughs> like many future songs <laughs> yes uh, it's like a, just a great love song all around and i think love song future is just really underrated yeah lo- uh, love song future is really underrated he's like been known now for like the tormented yeah shit but like nah his love songs are great too i mean uh, like use me for example it's it's a great song you know what i mean so yeah and then i think uh whew, the next song this is close i i know what my last song is but uh i have to decide between uh purple rain the song and jersey which i think are two very underrated future songs uh jersey's one i hear get brought up a lot when it comes to underrated future songs too so it might have got to the point where i think that it uh it is maybe properly rated. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. But but, that, but I only but, hear uh, that from yeah. like big future stands. Like I never I never really hear that from like you know just really, like casual fans. Yeah, I think um, that song just it makes you feel just like you can run through a wall, which is always appreciated. Uh, I definitely like I've heard that song so many times, just at the bar and stop whatever i'm doing and make sure to listen to the song and the song only um and start ignoring the people i'm with but, uh, just staring into the abyss yeah the the prefer the preferable uh club situation but uh the last song is was pretty easy this was the song that i just knew was on here without any guess as uh cody and crazy which is just the best future song it, I agree it, with that. It's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest rap songs of this decade. It's one of the greatest hip hop songs ever made. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it, it's just. <laughs> I mean, it has yes. everything you want in a future track. It has crazy quotables. He was like, "I just took a bitch to eat a Chipotle." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, where does he come up with this shit, yo? Like. <laughs> It's it's, yeah, it's a very is. sad song too, and then he just says that line. You're like, Wait, yeah. I mean, there's no one who's convinced. <laughs> there is no one. There's no one. Is that a flex? Yeah. I don't really understand. Yeah, like is that? A, he's a baller on a budget. A, I don't know if that's a flex or if he's like sad about it or if he's trying to just be funny. <laughs> like there, he there is there's no one who's doing dark comedy in rap like that. Right. Like what he does. Yes. I mean, it, I. And, and yeah. sometimes I feel like. It, 
is he even aware of it? Like, sometimes it's like, oh, that was obviously... Like, I just fucked your bitch into some Gucci flip-flops. Like, that shit's funny. Like, that has to be intentional. That is obviously a flex. Like, he definitely is trying to... Yeah, but... But, like, in the middle of Cody and Crazy, which is a a very dark, very sad... And I believe it to be the best future song as well. I think it's a fantastic song. Uh, Just that I took a bitch to eat at Chipotle line is... (laughs) (laughs) Something else. Once again, just, you know, universally relatable. You know, who hasn't gone to Chipotle when they're broke and, you know, on a date? Anyway. Yeah. um, I I went to Arby's on a date one time. Wow. (laughs) That, I I think you have future beat on that one, dude. They have, they have the meats. (laughs) They do have the meats. It was that was that your pickup line that you use? Anyway, all right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> uh, Jason, do you want to get into your Mount Rushmore of future Hendrix songs? Although I think that Thought It Was a Drought is not one of his four best songs, I have to put it in there just because it was everywhere when it came out. It's one of the more consequential songs you ever made. I mean, it's a really good intro. The line is just, it's, it's taken a life of its own. Thought It Was a Drought is up there. Um, I would go with Coding Crazy, like we all, we all just said. I mean, we don't even need to say it anymore. Just Like Brothers might be... The last verse of Just Like Brothers might be his best verse. He, I, he goes... Um, what, do you, what do you go? Uh, down five zennies and I pray that I pray I wake up and forget. I've been with the gang because they love me how I am. Shipping, sh- shit ain't been the same. They talking about me on the gram. They say I turn my back on my baby mama. I'm on the tabs. I mean, it, it, it's it's... It's just poetic. It's it's perfect. And then you got. I mean, then you just it's throwaway. I mean, I'm sorry, it's throwaway. Yeah, that's fair. It's yeah, throwaway. I should. I would have put throwaway on mine, but uh, it's it, like I can't co-sign it. <laughs> Why is that? It's too. It's too petty. I, I can't. It's I can't so petty. It's so petty. It's so petty, and yet it's so good. It is. It is great. No, undeniably great. The it, the motherfucker switches a song mid song. Like, I, it shit don't even make no sense. The nigga was like, <laughs> yo. The nigga was like, um, <laughs> he he started talking about how he got a black one and a white one called Salt and Pepper, and then the next <laughs> half of the song he talks about how his love doesn't mean that much to you. <laughs> it's so much range of emotions. Yeah, my really favorite thing in the art. Point, my favorite thing in the serious, on a serious note, my favorite thing in art is when you can like convey a range of emotions in like one scene or one song or or you know what I mean or or yeah. yeah or like or or one play you know what I mean and um like I was watching The Sopranos the other day not to get on track but I was watching The Sopranos the other day and James Gandolfini was perfect at this like. In a single scene, or he'll be at he'll do a scene with Carmelo, or it'll be with uh, uh, Carmelo be, Anthony, <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be with or be or it'll be in the in the therapist's office, or it'll just be at the, the fucking strip club they're always at. He would convey like a range of emotions. It would be like a lot of um, like humor, and then it'll be like a lot of sadness, and then like he'll be really violent. And I think when I listen to Future, I feel that way too. There is like a range of things yeah. he's trying to accomplish in like one song. And for a guy who's like, who's rapping really like simplistically, right? He's not rapping. He's not rapping like Rakim, you know what I'm saying? But like, he, yeah. is, he has an ability to straight up and not waste the point, talk about a range of things that he's feeling in a song. And I, and Throwaway does that better than anything. And so I, that's, that's my four. It's gotta be my four. 
That's a good four. That's uh, a good four. And uh, I think I, I have to agree with that point. I think even on Beast Mode 2, which I, if you remember, I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, Hater. Uh, I mean, you know, we've talked about it a hundred times. I'm not a huge fan of the production. But um, the uh, there is one set of lines. I think it's on Rax Blue or Red Light. I can't remember. But it was like coming from uh, poverty, hitting the lottery, you know, hottest commodity. It, it, it oh, that's like Rax that, Blue. Rax Blue. Yeah. Rax Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, in those lines, you know, he's really, you know, conveying exactly what you're talking about, this range of emotions throughout li- his life. And I think that uh, he, d- he does do that better. Than, regardless of whether I like an album or not from him, I do think he is very good at conveying those emotions, both the highs and the lows of life, which is something that you've discussed a lot on here, which is, I think, one of uh you know the best things about hip-hop in general so um moving on to the new album now jason i know i know we're gonna get into your thoughts on this and i'm I'm sure you have a lot to say about it but um just off top here christian were you disappointed by this new feature album did it live up to the hype did you uh you know do you think that he, I guess what I'm trying to say here is, do you think, which is something that we've brought up on here before, is he competing against his, his past work, or do you think that this is on the level of his past work? Uh, I think that, uh, whew, I have like a lot of thoughts about it, honestly. Um, I, I do think that it was good uh, to start off <laughs> right away. It's a good Let's album. get that out of the way. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I just want to get that out there first uh, and foremost before anyone thinks that I don't like the album. <laughs> I think it's too long. Um, I don't think that the two singles were any good at all. And oh I, no, jumping on like, a jet and crushed up. They're yes, they're better. Like they're better in t- in context of the album, but released alone. Yeah, no, definitely they're not good. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think that he could have cut seven songs off of this album. And I would have thought it was perfect. Uh, I, I can't. I can't even tell you what the songs would be. I was going to say, um, are there certain songs that you? Well, that Travis song he can cut. I mean, yeah, I, I agree <laughs> completely. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm a uh, Travis fan, and I, I've said it before. I think his yeah. features suck. Yeah, yeah no, I, mean, I agree. I, I, I like Travis as well. I, I, Travis um, sounds. Travis sounds sick on that song. Legitimately, yeah. Like. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Not I can't like even good. tell you not, what songs. No, yeah, yeah. Not like good. Like actually, like immune system sick. <laughs> he sounds like sick. like he just yeah. got out of the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Not some literally. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In sicko mode, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, 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 what songs really stood out to you on here that you thought that that thirteen tracks would have been, you know, made this? I don't even know. That's album. the thing. It was just kind of like fatiguing. Uh, it was just at yes. a certain point you're like, all right, I get it. Like, I really do. Uh, but like with that said, I really, really like the album. I do think it was overhyped uh, and it made my first listen a little worse. Uh, when I listened to it the first time, I'm like, all right, like, this isn't like, <laughs> I'm not going to say this isn't it, Chief, but <laughs> it's, it's not that. It's, I don't um, know, like, I loved oof. it. I'm incredibly, but, I'm incredibly hurt right now. No, I, I understand. <laughs> but, like, I do really love the album. I listened to it a couple times today. Uh, I, like, the beat switch and Baptize is just insane. Uh, love it. That's, like, the best part of the album to me by far. Yeah, I, I think that, that I, the second half of Baptize especially. Yeah, was, exactly. 
really that, fantastic. The second beat is just unreal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, th- that's how you do a real beat switch. You know what I mean? It, yeah. yeah. It, and and it seems like every song has a beat switch nowadays. Um, and sometimes I honestly don't really expect it from future projects, though. The last few future projects haven't featured any. Um, he is generally not making these longer songs. Like they, even the songs on here are pretty short. Like there are 20 tracks, but like there are f- like four or five that are only two minutes long. So it's like he right. runs through them. So like, even if you didn't like jumping on a jet, like, which I actually, I th- keep in mind, I'm not a huge future guy. So I actually did like the singles. I thought the singles were good for what they were. Like I thought they were catchy. I, I liked the way that he, he layered the vocals on those songs. I thought, Jumping on a jet, especially where it has jumping on a jet in the background the whole time with it, yeah. Like, it, it, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of things going on, but to me, it, it still sounded like a really tight like single. I thought they were really good for singles. Now, every time a future album comes out, I generally think the futures, uh, the singles aren't the best songs. Like, I almost never do. I think, yeah, I, I think maybe Mask Off on Future, uh, that was one of my favorite songs on there. But other than that, I, I generally don't love his singles. Um, so I, I wasn't really surprised. I was kind of surprised that I did like the singles on here. Now, Jason, I know you, you've been dying to talk about this album. So what did you love so much about this? Because I know you're, you, you, you loved it. <laughs> um, I, I will say there are – there's 20 tracks. Am I not mistaken? Yeah, there's 20. Yes. He hit on 18 of them. 18 yeah. which ones didn't he hit on you didn't like the travis song and then i didn't else? i didn't like the travis song you know what i mean I, I i don't think it's it's anything i i need to really ever listen to again you know what i mean i just i don't like it and then i and, <laughs> and then i would say that i wasn't actually big on um crushed up the single yeah. i thought you liked that i don't i i you said a few weeks ago you liked it because i text. Okay, I just want to put this in context here. I texted Jason two weeks ago and I said, "Hey, I'm assuming you don't like the new Future song because I like it." <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought jumping was a, jumping as a jet is really good. Oh, I texted you about crushed up, and you might have thought I was talking about jumping on a jet. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have thought you were talking about that one. Got okay, you. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I said that because I'm not being a big Future stan. I was like, I feel like Future. By the way, I don't know if the like listeners this. know, but me and Trill talk text every single day about like just a lot of stuff (laughs) (laughs) just random things like we're in constant communication so i just say that's why friends believe us yeah that's why our chemistry that's why we have chemistry legitimately that's why our chemistry is so good bro yeah it's like brady and belichick the the it's like brady and belichick let's not put that energy out there (laughs) but (laughs) no i was joking because they said they they didn't have a beef and yeah oh yeah Um, yeah, but I, I thought he got 18 out of the 20. I kid you not. I kid you not. Now, which songs, like, really stood out above the rest to you? Call though? the Doctor. Call FNN. Th- okay, yeah, that, that beat switch FNN's was fantastic. great. Yeah. Fantastic beat Call switch. the Doctor, FNN, Temptation. I didn't, I didn't love Temptation. I didn't That's love Temptation either. That was, that that was, and yeah. I would say Crazy, but it's true. Crazy, but it's true. Okay, Crazy, but it's true is a song that I actually wanted to talk about with you guys because I don't know if you remember a few uh, months ago, but uh, since, you know, my brain has been destroyed by Twitter and I live on that website, um, there was a a tweet storm that happened uh, about, I think it was about, 
around the time Beast Mode came out. So it was like, you know, six to six or seven months ago, however long that came out. And he went on a tweet storm that was essentially everything that he's talking about in Crazy But True. So I would imagine that he was recording this song around that time. He yes. basically was talking about how, you know, he was he was he was saying he was talking about an unnamed artist that was uh, you know, stealing his flows, stealing his cadence, stealing his ad libs. Was I, it Travis? I thought it was Travis. <laughs> no, I, that's what I was going to say. I One would it was think. Travis because I was like, well, I mean, let's be honest. Travis has been uh, at times a shameless biter and at other times, quote unquote, paying, paying homage. And uh, Future is someone that has absolutely had a huge influence over Travis's sound. And I think that uh, in there was, you know, the turn up or no, I'm sorry, not the turn up. What was uh, he has one ad lib that uh, – it's not is lit. I don't think future. Oh, straight, straight up, up, straight up. Yeah. yeah. Which used to be futures ad lib. And now Travis is, you know, kind of taking that. And, uh, he, you know, uh, uh, on a long list of things that he has taken, but we're, let's not, go, let's not go. There. But, but, but what I was going to say was the reason I thought it was Travis was because, um, Travis has gotten insanely popular over the past year or two. So, the only reason I wouldn't think so is because Futures worked with them so much. That's what I thought. They worked with them a good amount. They didn't work together between the last time I think they put out a song together was 2015 before this one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because that was that's a fair assumption. Yeah, I think the last song that they put out was 3500 on Rodeo, but I'm not positive. I know they've had a few songs together. I think they might have had a yeah. Lucy. No, I think there. you might be. I think you might be right, Joe. Yeah, I think that, that yeah, there might be a, a Lucy, right. but like. Who do you guys think that, like, I mean, designer isn't relevant, so it's not him. <laughs> it can't be him, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I figure he would be in awe of designer. Like, he'd be very happy that designer, a guy from Brooklyn, uh, stole his whole thing. <laughs> yeah, like, is swears by him. I think he'd be very happy about that. You know what I mean? No, he, he said maybe he doesn't want to be associated with him at all. He maybe said it's he, Gunna? Gunna, maybe? That's what I was thinking. Gunna, but then Gunna appears on here, too. Gunna appears on here, yeah. And Gunna, to me, sounds way more like Young Thug. Yeah, true. Uh, than he does on Future. Here, yeah. but... He has the gravel. He has kind of like, he has like the, he definitely sounds more like his inflection is more like thugs, but he has like the graveliness of future at times, like in his vocals yeah. that I think like on here, he kind of sounds like a little bit of a blend between the two of them. But 21 I, Savage. No, I don't think, I think so. Cool. They he was on his, he was on, yeah, too. he was on future. And I, 21 I, like swears by him too. Like 21, like doesn't fuck with nobody who is it like from the street. And he was literally was just like future. Like, I don't, He's the guy. Know. Yeah, that's yeah. So, Future's the guy. Yeah. So I, I I was trying to figure that out. So so who do you think specifically in this song he's talking about? You know, you need to pay. And like I think to an extent he's right. I mean, I think that there are a lot of guys nowadays that kind of have come into this this Wait, lane. What was the lyric again? Uh, well, th this is you know you need to pay me my respects, your socks, your rings, your lean, the way you drop your mixtapes, your ad libs, okay. your every. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't about Russell Wilson because it could have been about him. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson, known rapper. <laughs> no, known rapper, Russell Wilson. Uh, He's dropping mixtapes left and right nowadays. His ad-libs and, you know. Uh, you know, I think it's probably just like a general statement. Uh, Future's very influential. I think uh, he definitely changed, like, the way trap music or whatever you want to call it sounds. Uh, I think he's pretty responsible for a lot of it. Like, after Gucci Mane, of course, but... Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like Gucci, I think it could Chief just be a general Future. statement. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it seems like uh, it, it seems like it might just be one of the and, and there are a lot of cryptic things that you, you might not necessarily, uh, you know, have to read into uh, in his music. But I, I just thought I found it to be kind of confusing because at first I thought it was Travis. Then, you know, now I have no idea who he was talking about, but it, I, it might just be one of these blanket statements that it's like, you know, I look at the, the influence that I've had. I thought Crazy But True was a pretty good song and it did a good job of, uh, you know, getting that across. Crazy. It. Yeah. It's, but it, it's, it's true. Crazy, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. And I like, that's another thing I really liked about Future uh, on this project that I didn't, that I haven't got from him on a few different projects is the vocal inflections change a lot. There's a ton of, of, and I don't want to say that there isn't thought that goes into his other music, but I think a lot of the times, like we've talked about it before on here, like Future is him on autopilot um there are you know the world on drugs like you can tell when future is making a project because his heart is in it and this absolutely feels like his heart is in it regardless of whether it's your favorite future project i i definitely think you can you can hear the 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 time went into it you can tell i mean i said this when we did the podcast with bingo you can tell when he's trying to make money and you can tell when he's trying to make something great absolutely yeah i mean you could just tell Another, and, and another... It, it's not only him. It's like that with like a lot of people in art and like in life. You know, what I mean, you can tell when someone's just trying to just make a buck, and when someone's like trying to do some real shit. So I Absolutely. mean, yeah, yeah. And I think that uh, another thing, and I, I don't know if if this is just me, but I felt like when I listened to those last, and it's funny because he said he took the year off because Beast Mode Two and World on Drugs. When I listened to those projects. Regardless of whether I thought the music was actually good, I thought that the mixing and the vocal quality on those albums wasn't near. This album is clean. This album sounds yeah, really crisp. It sounds good. Like it sounds super crisp. It doesn't sound rushed. It sounds like he really like made sure that the engineering, the mastering, all of that was like absolutely on point. And that's what I just felt like was missing from the last two. Like I, it's not that there weren't songs on there that might have been, uh, you know, sounded a little bit better. But I remember specifically on that World on Drugs album, I was like, this shit sounds like it really was recorded in a day. Like, it, it sounds like it was just like they were in the studio, they made some shit, they released the album. Like, it, the, the yeah. actual quality of the of the vocals on it wasn't nearly as good on here. And you can hear every single layer of vocals on here. Sometimes he has one, sometimes he has three, sometimes he has, you know, it's on ongoing throughout the song. Um, and then sometimes it's just future straight up rapping. And I thought he did a good job of breaking all that up throughout here. And when he's really at his best to me on this album is when he's just, just fucking going in. And he has a lot of fucking songs on here where he just fucking absolutely destroys it from just a straight up rapping perspective. But I, I do, yeah. I do tend to agree with Christian on the fact, I do think it's a little bit long. Uh, I, I, I think in terms of the length of the album, like the, the runtime isn't that long, but like having 20 songs on an album, like most 20 song albums, I just, I have ADHD. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can't, I, am, I have no attention span. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I, I think the internet has ruined my brain. And I think that I, I, I need these. And, and probably one of the reasons why that there are a few artists that I'm attracted to in terms of their like crafting albums is like, because they are constantly switching up. And I think future does that a lot on here and it keeps my attention throughout. Uh, whereas in the past I might've had my attention more lost because he doesn't switch 
switch it up as much um, is like like a Travis Scott or a Chance the Rapper back in the like old Chance or Kendrick is that like my brain like just can't really like hang with it. But uh, I thought he did a pretty good job of switching it up on here. I don't think any songs sound the same. And I think that there have been projects in the past where I've been like, ah, that song kind of sounds like that song. But like, the, the, yeah, the, 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 subtitle, the future self-titled is like really heavy on that. Like a lot of songs. sound the Absolutely. Same. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I even felt like that kind of with Beast Mode too, a little bit. It, it's not to say that like red light and obviously it was like a concept with the red light towards the end of the album and the racks blue towards the beginning, but they have these similarities that the songs kind of blended together to me, um, which can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing, but, um, I will say that I think that this is probably, yeah, I mean, it's the best future project I've heard since Hendrix for sure. I mean, I don't think there's a, there's a doubt in my mind that it, and it's better than future. So I think that uh, I would, I put this probably at least, I mean, I don't necessarily have like a, like I like Dirty Sprite too. I like Monster uh, and then the rest I'm like, and I like Hendrix, but like, other than that, I'm not like crazy about all of his projects. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of fucking great shit on here. Um, a lot of people were saying, like, I saw a tweet specifically that said, uh, future keeps releasing the same album every six months and you guys fall for it every time. So what would you guys yeah, say not true. to, like, uh, to look, respond to that? Like, what would be your response? I don't think that's true. I, you know, I don't think that's true. I see where, I see where it's coming from, but also no. <laughs> I think that's just kind of like objectively kind of false. Like, yeah, just the the opinion of someone who hasn't really like given it that much of a chance. Right, yeah. like it's an opinion see... of someone who's clearly not a fan, clearly not somebody who would listen to future. Uh, yeah, and that's fine. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah, you know, you don't have to. It's not for everybody, but you know, I don't. I think that's a lie. I think that's false. So. Well, I think, I, I, and I think one of the reasons why Jason probably got so much pushback when he said that future was one of the top 15 MCs of all time was because that should I, be canon. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, would you say he's top 15 all time? I I can't, I have to think about that so much. <laughs> um, he's, he's up there. He's one of the better, better rappers ever from Atlanta. He's yeah. at least top five from Atlanta. Oh, for sure. Did I yeah, put I mean, him top five from Atlanta? I gotta think. Hold on. You had to. I yeah, mean, that, wait, no, obviously, obviously, that. but wait, no, I think I put him one from Atlanta. So you went one oh, future, no. two outcast. Yes, three. I think so. I have, you didn't have, I have Jeezy up there. Gucci. No, I did not have Jeezy up there. I have outcast, yeah. Gucci, Jeezy, maybe T.I., but I don't know. I think, I think, I think... Future's up there. Because Southern, I had Scarface before Future, I believe. Um, oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe I had Scarface before Future. That's it, though, I think. I think Future was actually my second Southern uh, uh, artist up Damn. there, actually. Well, right. to put this in context, Jason gets very excited any time a Future project comes out. Listen, Last time, I... He gave he gave Beast Mode two a nine out of ten, and by the end of the year, it wasn't even on his best ten best albums of the year list. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I kind of felt the same when it came out, though. Yeah, like, I mean, like it's out, I yeah, like, yeah. Yes. I I was really excited. It you know as I got <laughs> you know more time happened, and it just was solid. Hate the Roomy is a top ten song by him, but it's still just you know solid. But it, I I don't don't begrudge my uh, oh no, <laughs> dude. Don't, 
here's the thing. I do the same exact thing. I'm an absolute hypocrite. When Kids See Ghost came out, I was I didn't shut the fuck up about it. And then by the end of the year, I was like, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's not like the <laughs> most amazing album I've ever heard, but like I was probably just really excited because I hadn't heard a good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at so I'm looking long. at I'm looking at the top 15 list I did. I went big. Uh, Hove, Scarface, Ghostface. You put Hove two? Oh, of course. I thought you would put Hove one and then Big two. Well, no, I I think Big is the greatest MC to ever pick up a microphone. Okay, right. and re- okay. regardless we're talking, of we're talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. regardless of whether he you know passed because he regardless of whether he only has two projects because he passed, um, I think he's the greatest to ever put. It's just like for me, yeah. I mean, it's just like if even if LeBron had only like played five seasons. You know what I mean, like or or MJ at all, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, I just think regardless of well, whether it's whole, what if described. what if Nas was killed after Illmatic thing, like you know what I mean? Like yeah, so yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I guess it's not. I I see what people saying. Oh, it's not fair. You know, you don't know what happened in the future. But you know, one life isn't fair, and two, like, what are you gonna like question the guy because he passed away? <laughs> what do you want yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, you want to really do that. you a lot of shit of that. But to be like, fair, yo, you wanted to release, you, you wanted to release songs from like heaven. Like, what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about, bro? Like. I think it's just like, yeah. bro. I'm looking at people like Hawk really... is still releasing music, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he's in people... the uh, army. <laughs> people he's were like Cuba telling right me. People were like telling me, "How could you bubble?" I'm like, y'all think it's is being weird about this. Like, y'all think it's got a problem with Biggie? I feel like y'all would have a problem with like a red man. I had well, red man like seven. You know what I mean? That but... was the weird. Okay, that was the one. There were two on your list. I think. No, I think uh, f- uh, the future thing. I understand because I think if you believe future to be the best artist of this decade, uh, that's fine. That's your list. That's your yeah. opinion. Yeah, I, I have yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I have. I have no qualms with that. I have. I have, I have really no, no issues. I. I because I think you have to have a representative from this decade. My representative yeah. would be Kendrick Lamar. I think a lot of people said. They, your pushback, the pushback came when you said that Kendrick only had four albums, and they were like, "Well, Biggie only has two, really." And then you were right, like, "Well, Kendrick what do you expect?" All right, yeah. If Kendrick got After shot, good did he Mad be... City or? Yeah, yeah. Well, like... to be honest, but 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 here's the thing: saying stuff like that, and like I really like Kendrick's music, and I like I really like Good Kid, Mad City, and I really like Damn, and I really like Survivor Butterfly, but it's not better than Life After Death or Ready to Die. So regardless of whether Biggie only had two or regardless of whether Kendrick has four, even if Kendrick died, he wouldn't be on the list because it's just not as good as I think what Big did. So that, that to explain myself, that's why Kendrick doesn't make the top 15. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it, and once again, it's, it's all subjective. It's not like fucking yeah, yeah, it's, it, in stone here. I think you know everyone has to agree with yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I, I I appreciate anyone who rep- I appreciate anyone who replies and like and like tries to argue because like I that's just not canon. I, I yeah, it's just fun to talk about. What goes on my <laughs> mind? What goes inside my mind is ridiculous. It's crazy. So I mean, like <laughs> let people let people discuss and where, everything evolves and everything evolves and changes over time. If you had asked me five years yeah. ago who my favorite hip hop artist of all time was or MCs or whatever it was. It would be wildly different from today. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would probably be like Jay Electronica ten years ago. <laughs> That's unfortunate. You would have been like, just wait until he drops his debut album, bro. It's gonna be guys. Fire. It's coming. I promise, it's coming. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, I think wrapping things up here. Um, I, as I said, I thought the album was a little bit too long. I thought that. Uh, 
Future did some of his best work he's done in years on here. I really liked, I liked the singles a lot, Jumping on a Jet and Crushed Up. I thought my favorite song on the album, weirdly enough, was actually the intro, uh, Never Stop. Uh, oh, the intro's so good. Beautiful, yeah, the intro's really beautiful. good. The outro on that song alone is one of the most intoxicating songs or parts of a Future song that I've ever heard. And I thought that, like, and that, that was from the jump, he really like set the scene for how the rest of the album was going to go. Like, this wasn't going to be like his last few, like, it, this is something entirely different. And I thought he did a really good job of that. Now, by the end, I was probably like, okay, like, I've heard some of this before, even, yeah, but, but when he was going in, it was undeniable that it was, it was fire. Like, it was yes. still, still good as shit. Like, even if I disliked it, I think my, my least favorite song on here was, uh, I don't know. There were a few that I wasn't crazy about. Uh, I didn't hate anything on here. I think my least favorite was uh, probably Promise You That. Uh, I found it to be... Oh, that's wild. Did you like it a lot? I just found it... I just found no, it... no, I don't even love it that much. Uh, a lot of people are saying that that's their favorite song. Oh, no, uh, I didn't like it's it. It's not I, my favorite, but it's up there. I, once again, and it's nothing against Future. It's I, I just didn't love the production. Um, I like Take Keith on his other stuff. This was the first time I've heard a Take Keith beat that didn't sound like his normal stuff. And he, he's obviously venturing out into something else. And, you know, maybe he'll figure it out. But to me, that kind of just had this, like, popish EDM kind of big arena sound to it that I really did, yeah. did not like. I, I didn't like the production on there. Um, but overall, there were no bad songs. There were no, like, fucking, like, sore thumbs on here. Like, even the Travis song, like... I was like, this is fine. Like, this is a. Fu- I think they've made better it's, songs. Yeah, I mean, before, it's but... a really consistent. It's a consistent tape. It's a really consistent tape. Yeah, and I thought that as far as the Young Thug and Gunna song go, I thought that one was really good. Um, I, I thought, loved it. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic, and I actually could tell the difference between Gunna and Thug for the first time in a while. <laughs> so that was that was nice. Um, I I, I, I like this album. I thought it was good. I I, I know Jason said he was going to kill me if I gave it a 7. I'm not going to give it a 7. I think it's better than that. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Um, I think that uh, this is his best work since I've heard since Hendrix. I think regardless of whether I've I've been a huge future stand before, I've always recognized that the guy's wildly talented and he has a lot of musical range and i generally like the production he chooses because i think it goes really well with his voice um so christian what would you give this album out of 10 what was your favorite song what was your least favorite song um okay so i would to start off i i give it an eight out of ten too uh i think like on scale with uh as far as future projects go it'd probably be closer to like a seven if i'm comparing it against other future stuff but like in general I've listened to this album pretty much nonstop. Uh, my favorite song, I think, like right now, it's going to change within two days, but I think Baptized right now is my favorite um, pretty easily. That's the second part. Second of half that is crazy. Is just, yeah. yeah. If that was so the whole good. song, that would have been my favorite for sure. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that like really has come close in terms of listening, like how much I've listened to it is uh, Serve and Kill a Cam. That one was good as shit the too. Beat, again, insane. Uh, and his flow on it's just like perfect. Uh, my least favorite, I think, is Crushed Up. I just don't like that song. Just you didn't, didn't like the single, funny. didn't like the first single. Yeah, which just is... did not like it. Yeah. Uh, and before Jason gets into his, I do want to say one more thing. The Serving Kill Cam, it was, Future does this thing on his projects where like he'll have a repetitive hook and like a bridge or a verse or whatever. 
but it sounds really fucking like he's like the king of repetition. Like he'll yeah. he'll make something that like and he does it on jumping on a jet here too, where it's just constantly looping in the background, but it just sounds fucking clean and crisp and like I don't know. Like I think he's really good at creating these catchy little like you know, just like bars that like he'll loop throughout the song or he'll say it over and over and it never really gets old to me. I think he's one of the few artists who can kind of get away with that. Um so I mean he's written like uh, i'm sorry to interrupt he's written like so many great straight up great songs like he wrote body party for uh c uh like that's such a good song uh wait c c yeah c as in uh no sierra (laughs) oh sierra i was like yeah no we're calling her c yeah we're calling her c because that's what he was he kept saying like when C sued me and I was like, wait, is he talking about Sierra? Oh nah, he's that a, that's what he calls Sierra. Yes. Mr. C from Hot 97. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like he's so good at like just like making like the catchiest little things just work. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think that's definitely one of his strong suits. Um yeah. so Jason, favorite song, least favorite, and out of so hundred a hundred out of ten. <laughs> so I said very funny. I said <laughs> I said um, that he got 18 out of the 20 tracks, so 18 out of the 20 is 90%, so we're going to go 9 out of 10. Um, Second Future Project, you've given it a 9 out of 10. This one's going to stay a 9 out of 10, though. <laughs> yeah, I just... He's prolific. I, I Like, forget about everything else going on with him and, like, how cultish his fans are and how... Um, you know, like whatever's in his lyrics and just like his overall personality, that is one of the more consequential artists we've had in this decade. He is, I mean, just his catalog is so deep. I was trying to make a top 10 future songs right up and I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't do it because I just, I quit because I, there's so much. I was so much that I even like realized. Like a, a, an album like Pluto 3D has like five tracks on it that are so good. Yeah, like and I the didn't include just, any in my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I, felt I mean, the, the guy is just the guy. The, the guy just has put out so much great stuff, and um, it sounds weird that he to consider him like underappreciated, but he might be so in it. But like other stuff about him that people aren't like discussing. Yo, if you actually look deep in this guy's catalog. There's eight stuff that are legitimately like really good to great. There are eight, you know. I mean, any if you put if you pull anyone, they like people do this thing in hip hop where like, oh, only second just artist is doing great stuff after a certain age, right? But that's not really true. There's a lot of people doing really good. I mean, Tribe Called Quest, they're like in their fifties and they just did a really good album, right? But mm-hmm. the that's shit, like the, the exception. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 but like, but yeah, yeah, sure, but like even. Yeah, but even like a guy like Scarface, deeply rooted, like came out a couple years ago and it's really good, right? He's like in his, in his late forties too. So right. like my thing is just he's getting up there in age, right? But he just keeps on putting seminal shit, seminal shit. And the thing about it is, if you compare his discography to like other people in hip hop, it lines up really favorably. He legitimately has like a lot of stuff. So I mean. Yeah, his yeah, I mean, catalog talking, is just insane. We're, we're no, yeah, I and mean, we're legitimately talking about a rap legend here. We're we're talking about a guy who's going to be talking about for a very long time, and we're we're talking about a, a, a guy who who mattered. 
and, and, and hip hop. You know what I mean? So yep. I think, yeah, I, above all else, that's, that's what I think about him. Um, he needs to stop talking about Russell Wilson and Sierra and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that shit's weird. It's, like, it's, been, it's, it's been years. It's been years. Yeah, we yeah, need to end that. He's, he's got plenty of children and children. And People do pull it out of him, I will say, but... Yeah, yeah like, they, they, they shouldn't ask sure. him that. Yeah, they shouldn't ask him shit like that. Because it will get them be clicks. He'll get them he's gonna be really, but like he's gonna be really honest about it, and that's why yeah. I, I think that's why people gravitate towards him because yeah. he's just real. It's yeah. so weird that you just said that he's getting up there in age. I just, I can't believe he's thirty-five. I <laughs> he's going. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, he's getting older, you know. Right. So I mean, but yeah. All right, I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, we're gonna try to hopefully get this episode in on in uh, under yeah, I gotta, an hour. I gotta get, I gotta get more drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have All fun. Right. All right, guys, thanks for coming on, Christian. Yeah, later. Yeah, no doubt. Peace.